is the Steelers Standard on Steelers Nation Radio and Podcast on Steelers.com. No, no, no. This is still the Big Ben Standard here on Steelers Nation Radio and Steelers Podcast. We're still rolling all things Big Ben here, talking where he ranks as far as a national scale this time. Oh. You know, we've talked a lot about the big Steelers moments, ranking them, his teammates in Pittsburgh, but we haven't really branched out and talked about what his legacy means as far as the rest of the NFL mm. is concerned throughout all of history, not just during his time playing. But before we crack the egg open on all of that and make some omelets, got to remind you, we're still rolling the seven days of seven over on SNR, 7 p.m. every day. One of the best games from Big Ben Roethlisberger's entire career played back in its entirety. The radio call, Tunch, Billy, Myron for a couple of them at the beginning of his career. Mm-hmm. Wolf, the whole gang, recapping, well not recapping, just playing back some of the best memory from Big Ben's tenure as a Pittsburgh Steeler. So, 7 Days of 7 happening on SNR. Make sure you are locked and loaded at 7 a.m. and at 7 p.m. each and every morning slash night to hear some greatness retold to you in Big Ben's 18-year career as a Pittsburgh Steeler. But his career extends beyond just being a Pittsburgh Steeler. He's an all-time great, going to be into the Hall of Fame. I know we got some news recently about another person retiring officially that is going to have his clock. Kevin Colbert? Yes, exactly. He's going to have his clock for the Hall of Fame up exactly at the same time as Ben I do still think they both get in on the first ballot, and they both still get that honor. Brady's a first ballot Hall of Famer, no doubt. And I think Ben is, too. I think that was a little bit up for debate, and I'm a little worried that with this new added wrinkle that they might just back off on any other quarterback because it's Brady's class. Yeah. But— it's unfair to do how that. Do, how do you do that? It's how unfair do to do that, that, but they're always unfair. Like, they say personal right. things and things off the field always affect the way right. they vote. T.O. took five it's way years. Way too long for a top five right. receiver to five go Five years in. longer than it needed to be. Uh, you look over at baseball. All the Hall of Fames are the same. You look over at baseball. The best baseball play, is, Barry baseball Bonds, is probably Pete worst Rose. of all. Yeah, right. Like, they, they just have their own agendas get in the way, the voters do, of who they want to put in. So I worry that their agenda will be like, well, 2027 is Tom Brady's year. We might not put anybody else in right. except for number that, 12, Tom Brady. <laughs> that could happen. And it that, wouldn't happen, that's but that would happen. That would happen in baseball. For baseball, 100%. for sure. And that's what's BS, though, because if Ben Roethlisberger deserves to be a first ballot Hall of Famer in your eyes, he's a first ballot Hall of Famer. No matter who else is there with him. You can't be like... He is a first ballot Hall of Famer, but Brady's retiring too, so we got to kind of spread this out. No, that's not how it's supposed to work. These are honors that you are arbitrarily taking away from somebody. Like, just because you're in your sweatpants in your basement working out of your house, well, Ben will be fine in 2028. That's not for you to decide. It's an extreme honor to be in the Hall of Fame. It's an extra special one to be on that first First ballot. ballot. So I do still think that Ben gets in with Brady in 2027, but there is a little inkling of these a-holes are going to screw up the voting. So talking with Dale Lawley off air. and then Good person to talk to. Listening to him on air. You he would filled know, in for Ed Bouchette a couple years ago. He's been in this process. You would know, based off of his experience, how this goes. Mm-hmm. Someone is in charge of presenting the case for individual players. So do you think whoever it is, whether it's Bouchette, maybe it's Dulac this year, maybe it is Dale, whoever it is, 
is a little bit nervous, a little bit more nervous than they need to be with Brady retiring. Oh, yeah. I know Dale told me before that, like, it's just nerve-wracking in general when you have to go up and make your speech and kind of back your guy. Like, I think Dale said he went and did it for Fanica whenever Fanica was up. And, like, it's it's once the moment comes to you, it gets a little intimidating because it's like, well, I know he deserves to be there, right? But, but you it, had to convince exactly, others. and that's the thing—you don't want to be like, in a way, falling short for Alan Fanica or right. for Ben Roethlisberger. You won't, and the resume for Big Ben, of course, speaks for itself. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm sure there is a little. Like, a lot of these guys are probably thinking Brady's class. I need to figure out a way to kind of nudge them off of that and say these two are both worthy of going mm-hmm. in. Now, if you're Ben, I'd love to drop some truth serum onto his tongue see and what see he if really he thinks. thinks. Do you want to go in 2027 and be a first ballot and kind of be just completely overshadowed by number 12? Or do you want to wait that extra year and then you can have your, think, your kind of say, your roses? To, I mean, I think he's ready to go in now. <laughs> he's ready to go in this year, 2020, if he had yeah, his choice about it. Right. Yeah, I, I don't think that any player would be like, well, I can wait a year. Like, nah, I want nah. that bust and gold jacket. I don't want to mess with fate at all. I, 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 I really hope, and I believe in... I believe in the committee that they'll do the right thing here and just say both of these guys deserve it. Obviously, Brady is the greatest, but Ben is no less deserving of it. Well, in that vein, both first bout Hall of Famers resume-wise, I'm interested to discuss where Ben Roethlisberger kind of falls as far as the legacy sure. is concerned for quarterbacks not just of his era, but for quarterbacks of all time. And... Just a disclaimer right off the jump, I put a lot more weight into the quarterbacks that are playing in the modern era than I do in the the quarterbacks that are playing back in the day. Obviously, there's two sides to that argument. The stats of this era are going to be a little bit more inflated because they pass the ball a ton more than they ever used to. But on the other side of the coin, you had to be a little bit tougher, I think, to play quarterback back in the 70s and back in the 80s. Yeah, you, you were getting murdered back there sometimes. The rules were not out to protect you like they are today. If you ever go on Twitter and look up the Twitter account of Bob Labriola, you'll know his <laughs> Twitter bio says, old enough to remember that the great, the true greatest quarterback to ever play the game was Johnny Unitas. Now, I have zero Memory of anything Johnny Unitas ever, other than knowing he played in what is referred to as the greatest game ever played, Colts and Giants. And he's from around here. And he's Local from guy. sure, but I, I can't I can't compare the likes of Ben and Brady to Johnny U. I just can't do it. I love Labs and you, Johnny Unitas, first ballot Hall of Fame legend. You can't tell the story of football without him. Mm-hmm. There's no one that's considered the greatest quarterback ever. Other than the guy who just retired. Other than a man named Tom Brady. Right. Like, that throne has been completely snatched now. So, love you, Labs. Like, if if, if Johnny Nines won maybe more than one national championship, I can see in that era how that's a bigger accomplishment than it is winning just two in this era. But he only won one. And I, I'm sorry, Labs. Again, I'm not trying to take away. I just don't know. I just don't know. This is from the Steelers standard perspective. Yes. Right? This is not this is not asked and answered, right? Someone on asked and answered, get on that show. Ask Bob Labriola, who's better? Johnny Unitas, Tom Brady. But here we are on this show, and we're going to be ranking quarterbacks from our perspective. Yeah, exactly. So Johnny Unitas, one of the greatest ever. But I don't really have any. We can get maybe he can come in here and give oh, us a little a soliloquy idea. about how great he is. 
got all great Johnny Unitas's, but yeah, we don't we don't have that perspective. But I mean, there's obviously the Montanas, right, and the Elways, mm-hmm. and like the Marinos, and obviously Unitas still like we're for something, and we're not ig- ignorant in here in this radio booth right now. We we know that those are some of the greatest to ever do it. Just you know, disclaimer on the front end of this: a, a lot more weight gets put into who you see, and that's just I think that's just natural for for human beings. When I think of Ben Roethlisberger, before we get to where he ranks amongst the greatest, I try to think about who does he compare to the most. His style? Yeah. And it's really unique. So I don't know if there's really... He's going to be a guy that now moving forward, people will compare other players to yeah, him. Yeah, like Josh Allen's an right, example. exactly. Right. Allen's a little bit more quicker than Ben ever was. But yeah, the big guy, a little oversized for the... His style, Ben's style is unique. I remember when he came out gunslinging a lot of the comparisons made were to Brett Favre cuz that is the gunslinger of and it, that is and when you think gunslinger you think and Brett Favre and that's the guy i kind of land on yeah. I, I lean Favre Elway you know the kind Elway. of the guys that were like just the, leave it all out on the field yeah, the back, sacrifice their body the backyard football kind of mm-hmm. guys the improvisers i don't want to say that they don't watch film or work out as hard as the other ones but like if you had to make me bet on who's grinded more film Peyton Manning or John Elway I'm going to put it down on Peyton Manning 10 times out of 10. Uh Like, John Elway, Favre, Roethlisberger, they kind of just had an effort attitude about the game. And, you know, Tom Brady even joked when Ben made his retirement, like, I did it the my way, and Ben did it with the beer and and eating all the junk food way. (laughs) Brady was like, there's just proof that there's more than one way to, to bake a cake. And he's exactly right. And I put the Mannings... Not the other Manning, the one Manning that's really The one good. Manning. I put Manning and Breeze and Brady. I put them at prep. The, sure. the game is a religion for them. It's grinding film all day, every day. The offseason is workout, it, workout, yeah. workout. My diet is tailored towards making me better at football. And then I put the Favs and the Elways and the Ben in one category where they're just like, love the game, I'll grind film, but I'm having fun too. Like, this is supposed to be fun. We're playing a kid's game at an adult age. I'm going to run around. I'm going to run just, around and, and make a play happen. Exactly. You know? Like, hey, roll the ball out. Like, what is this 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 play call? You're just roll the ball out. I'll hit Holmes in the back of the end zone. Touchdown. Are you kidding me? Like, so. <laughs> it's as simple as that. I kind of put him more towards that group of quarterbacks. Yeah, absolutely. Than the, than the ultra prep. Like, absolutely. And like I said, that's not a bad thing. No. Because there's two ways to bake a cake. And it's, not, it's clearly not a bad thing because guess what? Of those guys you mentioned, alongside Ben, Elway, Favre, those guys combined for five Super Bowl titles. And you look at Ben, and just the term natural athlete Absolutely. oozes out of him. I mean, the guy was a freak at Huge. basketball. The guy was good at baseball. Like, Matt Williamson always jokes that, like, anything that he would have picked up as a kid, he would have, I don't know if he would have become a Hall of Famer at it. But Are you he Matt, if Matt Williamson did Yes, this? exactly. <laughs> but he chose to scout and then speak into microphones and became the good at that. No, like if Ben decided, you know what, I'm going to just play baseball, I'm not going to say he's a Hall of Fame MLB player, but I bet you he gets to the minors at least. You know, I, If he decides to play basketball, you know, I'm not saying he's going to the NBA and starting, but I'm saying he's he's definitely playing on a college team at a, a Division One level in a maybe re- getting drafted in, in some real games, mm-hmm. maybe coming off the bench. He's, he's six foot five, like yeah, he's got he's some huge. size to him. He'd be good defensively, probably. Like anything that dude decided to do, I think he was going to excel at. And like you could say the same. Like Brady was a catcher in college and was great at it. Like you can say the same thing about a lot of these guys, sure. but. That natural athleticism, I think, is what Ben really leaned on a lot more. Like Brady was a six-round pick. Yeah, he was good at baseball, but he wasn't like a natural, natural athlete. And 
His combine run was still one of the funniest videos you'll see. He his combine like footage, his combine photo. Right. So, like, it's two different people. Ben's a first round pick, a pick that, you know, went borderline top 10. Like, you knew he was going to be athletic. It was just a matter of can he play quarterback at this level? With the Bradys and the Manning, like, there's nothing about those guys, mm-hmm. Breeze. That scream, oh, these guys are athletic. These guys are Olympians. No, they just studied the game better than anyone, and that's how they took their approach. Exactly. And I think, you know, Ben being cut from a different cloth is just not only so fitting for his personality as we've seen him grow, but it's just so fitting for Pittsburgh, too. Like, tough. Exactly. Like, does Pittsburgh want an early Poindexter that breaks down film 24 7, or do they want some guy that out from the steel mill? dripping with ash all over his (laughs) face and sweat getting under center. Like, they want a tough work guy, blue-collar guy. He fits – there's a whole other debate we can get into, but quarterbacks that fit their cities. I I don't know if there's a bigger one that's 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 better than Ben in Pittsburgh. I don't think there is, just because so many cities don't have, like, a real identity. Like Like Favre and Lambeau? Like, Favre's basically in Canada there, and he's a Mississippi good old boy. You know what I mean? Like, Ben was from Ohio, the same Rust Belt area. Like – he fits this mold of this team perfectly. And, but also so Burrow many, fits the Bengals right now. Right. So many cities don't have like an identity or something to connect with. And but Pittsburgh ben does, does yeah. be, Pittsburgh does, and Ben fits it to a T. Exactly. So But you know what's different about Favre too is that yeah, I get he's he's a country boy, but He he made Green Bay his home for sure. I mean He he could fit in. You could have convinced me that he grew up in rural Wisconsin isolated from the rest of society, just grew up on a farm. and Yeah, he could have lived anywhere, but mm-hmm. anywhere he lived, it was on a farm, right? Like, right, there was exactly. no, He wasn't a city Whether it city was guy. down south or up north in the cold, he was doing it. Yeah, no doubt. And, again, that's the guy I land on as far as who would you compare Big Ben to the most. It's him. It's Brett Favre. He just seems to be the, the, the apt comparison. But like I said, moving forward, it's going to be – Oh, Josh Allen reminds me of Big Ben, or Prospect X reminds Ben the way that he can shrug defenders off of him like that. So he'll be the comparison point moving forward. And I mean that all the things we've said over the past weeks talking about Ben on the Big Ben standard here. I mean, what is a bigger compliment, compliment or sign that you're an all-time great that you get to be the comparison you know like you are the standard yeah like oh this guy reminds me of breeze this guy you know like no one goes in there and goes this guy reminds me of jimmy garoppolo like no <laughs> one says that like you have not, to, yeah you don't want people to right, say right and it's unfair you. for the rookies to always compare them to great players but that's just how the business works and when you're on the great player end of that equation it's feels just good. another honor yeah exactly it feels good i i think that too when you look at ben I just don't know if there's anyone like him, too, because I get that Elway sacrificed his body and Favre was a gunslinger, but those were kind of their assets, right? Favre was, or, or Elway was far more mobile than, the, or Elway was far more mobile than Favre was, and Favre was much more of a gunslinger than Elway was. Ben really merged those two elements of a game into one and kind of became this hybrid of those two guys. So, I think moving forward, you'll hear guys be compared to Elway or Favre in one of those aspects. But the the beauty of it for Ben is the fact that he merged those two into one game to translate into statistical domination and Super Bowl wins. So really, when you think about it, Ben has this boast of, 
I want I can't even call it best of both worlds. It's best of three worlds in terms of people wanting to modeling their game after him, statistical dominance, like I mentioned, and Super Bowl wins. That's why he's such a standard for this league now, is because he did all three. He made his own game, he used it to his advantage to to rack up stats, and he won Super Bowls. Couldn't have said it better myself, buddy. So now where do we put him as far as the pantheon of the greats is concerned? So that's tough. Okay, so, so I want to— So one, obviously. So I want to— It's easy to get to one. It's hard to do a concrete one, two, three, four. And that's not really I think what I'm trying are, to do here. No, it's I think there's just, like tiers, yes, groups. Yes, yes, <clears throat> But if I want to— The thing I want to address first is the guys who are still playing in the league or maybe have just retired— Okay. The Brady's, the Rodgers, the Breeze, right. the Manning. How do you compare the career of Ben to a career of Rodgers, to a career of Russell Wilson, to a career of Drew Brees? Every guy that I named, other than Ben, had better numbers than Ben in his career. Correct. Or career so far, looking at Russell Wilson, who's younger. But Ben still, all three of those guys, Breeze, Rodgers, Wilson, Wilson got to two. Got to two, one one. Wilson or Rodgers and Breeze only got to one. One and got it at the very beginning end of his career. So out of the people you listed there, the only two I would put in front of Ben are Brady and Manning. I would put Ben in front of Breeze. I would put Ben in front of Rodgers for now. I think Rodgers still has something to say about it. Another Super Bowl, or or maybe even gets to one more. Maybe I'd even start flirting with that, too, because the numbers are just so overwhelming and his skill is just so overwhelming. He's got to stay, though. But as of right now, it's just Manning and Brady as far as the recent guys that I think are better than Ben. Yeah. Breeze obviously has the numbers and the records until Brady just decided to snatch him back from him. But he only got to that one Super Bowl with a team that was loaded with talent. And you could say the same thing about Ben, but... Ben had gotten to three already and had two in his back pocket before he kind of came up short with teams that were loaded. Mm -hmm. And to be quite honest with you, New Orleans, Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara, yeah, they have egos, but it ain't nothing compared to what A.B. and Le'Veon Bell are doing here. I mean, Kamara, I don't know what ego Kamara has. The guy lays it all on the field, and I think he— is upset with just the rest of the team. And Michael Thomas, I think, is so upset at his own body portraying him right. that he lashes out. That is it. that is a shame. Yeah, he's getting injured a lot, and I, I think his career might be done, which is wow. a real shame. Well, he w- he missed most of 2020, and he missed all, all of 2021. This year. And then That's he's going to hiss it out this year, and then when Sean Payton signs with the Cowboys in 2023, he'll sign with the you Cowboys. Think he's, wait, is he really sitting out again in 2022? <laughs> I don't know. I'm just oh, okay. making a joke about it. But... <laughs> Yeah, back on track, Ben is the third of this modern era as far I'd as I'm so. concerned. Now, Mahomes is going to have things to say about right. that. The young guns. If Burrow gets one now, he's all of a sudden right up into that category. Burrow's oh knocking God. on the door anyway because you, you get to Burrow, even, even just getting to a Super Bowl is now is Burrow huge. ahead, in your mind, of Josh Allen, Lamar Jackson yes, right now? Yes, yeah. right now Yeah, is. right now. I mean, the only guy who's in front of him is Mahomes. He's far ahead. He's eons ahead of Justin Herbert who we were painting out to be the next guy after his rookie year when Joe Burrow was sidelined for majority of it and Herbert won Offensive Rookie of the right, Year. Right, But that's a guy that's still going to have a say about this. I don't know. Mind that's you. a guy who has yet to make the playoffs after his counterpart I, has made the Super Bowl in his second year. I know, but 
I mean, you look at Herbert and man. Dude. Do you think it's his fault the Chargers didn't make the playoffs this year? I don't know. Well, I think it's their fault <laughs> you, for— You don't think it's his I fault. Think it, I think it's their fault for uh, firing— um, uh, uh, Anthony it? Lynn. Anthony Lynn yeah. after a 7-9 season. Yeah, and he drafted him. Like, that was his guy. I mean, where where does that come from? And you go out and you bring in a defensive head coach. You have a wonderkin at quarterback, and you're like, let's get a defensive guy in here to really mold him. What? Go get a McVay. Keep a Lynn. What are you doing? I don't know. But I think Herbert's still up in that young gun crop of players that'll have something to say about it. But yeah, man, I I just I don't see Russell Wilson statistically. Wilson no. isn't even at Ben's level no, no, yet, no, no, no. and Super Bowl wise, so that's well, an easy one. Well, he did get to multiple. That's three, a thing that he, Ben though. That's the thing that he can hold. Russell Wilson can hold over the heads of Rodgers and Breeze. Right, but so he far. can't. But he can't hold two Lombardi trophies in no, he each of his hand like Ben Roethlisberger. If he, can. if him and Pete Carroll just did not make the dumbest decision in Super Bowl history and ran the ball in, it's a different conversation. Oh yeah, his co- he definitely should be looking at his coach long and hard about the fact that he doesn't have two rings on his finger right now, back to back Super Bowl championships. Yeah, that was the dumbest coaching decision I've seen. The maybe, dumbest ever. Maybe ever. Ever. Maybe ever. Um, so that's as far as that current crop of players are but then you kind of dip your toe back into the past and you got to look at the guys like marino and montana and bradshaw and yes the unitases and bart stars and so and Starbucks let's of the say world. with the big the big ticket names the guy and i want to focus on the guys who who won right because i think that's a good way to compare because stats are harder in different eras but winning a super bowl is winning a super bowl yes so look at montana look at steve young and look at troy aikman i think those are the biggest quarterback names you could pull from the 90s, right? Yeah, I'd put Marino in there, too, just because... Oh, sorry, Marino. I was looking at Super Bowl winning guys. Mar- but, I- but Marino is such a rare case of, like, he didn't win the Super Bowl and it doesn't tarnish his legacy because no. he was just so good at it. And I'm neglecting Favre and Elway because we already discussed them. Yes. Unless you want to put them in in this conversation. I mean, they are a part of it, but we already talked about them at length. You know, they compare to Ben a lot. And, I mean, Elway's got two Super Bowls. He's been to five Super Bowls. So, I mean, he's... <laughs> that, He's that, no stranger that, to that, getting to the Super that Bowl. That was like, when you think about it, before Brady started winning again, Elway and Brady were kind of on that path, except Brady won all of his early right. and then lost later. If Elway wins all of his Super Bowls, I mean, he might be the greatest well, of all time. You'd have that decision. But he didn't. It started 0-3. <laughs> and then he had to win back-to-back on the back of a really good defense, Terrell Davis, and a good— mm-hmm. Like, it was Elway's swan song to win those two Super mm-hmm. Bowls. He wasn't—I mean, he was, but he wasn't the straw that really stirred I mean, those teams' the, drinks. At the time, the greatest tight end in Shannon NFL Sharp, history. Right. Uh, McCaffrey, mm-hmm. his dad was out there Senior, running right, routes right. For, for him, and Shanahan was a great coach. So, I mean, they— had everything working for them there, and then Elway was just a good veteran there. But, yeah, you know, Elway's got the two, so I think he— I think that's where we land on, right? We've kind of talked our way to, no matter where you rank them, Elway and Ben kind of land right in the same spot. Yeah. Where do you put Favre with Ben? Right behind both Elway and Ben. Even though he has better numbers. Better, ben. far better numbers. Remember, you remember how big of a deal— it was a big deal when Peyton broke records and Breeze and Brady, but not really because they just kept breaking them like on top of each other. When Brett Favre broke all of Dan Marino's records, that was something that like at the time we were looking at each other and thinking, this is history here. Yes. Like when when Brady did it, when 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 Manning did it, when Breeze did it. It kind of has lost its shine because they just pass it back and forth absolutely. now. Absolutely. Like Breeze broke it on that Monday night game, and I think it was us, and like – the graphic showed up, and we were, they were like, 
oh, he's the all-time leading passer now in NFL history. That's that's adorable. And it then I was, like, I was like, I was like, yeah, wait four more weeks when Brady breaks it back again. Like, and and, and Manning did it, Peyton did it. Yes. But then you waited three years, and then Brady, and then Breeze, and then Breeze. yeah, right, exactly. Right. So, so you I, you wouldn't hold the stats that that Favre has. No, I wouldn't. In such a, in such a higher regard than Ben Super Bowl. No, I wouldn't because what's the one stat that Favre leads the league in in history? But that's you don't want to lead interceptions. In exactly, yeah. he's got the most interceptions by far. So, yeah, Favre got. Did Favre get to two, or did he only he got, got to, to one? two? He got to two. He and went he lost back. To, one. They went back, back to, to back, back and split. And the second one came against Elway. That's right. And it was Elway's first. One of the best play too. They went back and forth in that game. Mm-hmm. Man, that's you know what? Just as a random thought as a kid, that would have been a sick one to watch. Like to if watch, I could go back right. and like imagine the the buzz back then, Elway versus Favre, like that's My dad one. said still says to this day even over Cardinal Steelers, the best Super Bowl he's ever seen is Super Bowl 13. Cowboys Steelers. Cowboys Steelers. Nice. Said it was the greatest it was, you didn't get shootouts back in the day. Well, good and that way, was a shootout. Good way to segue into Sure, let's that go back. Group, yeah, like let's go back. Terry, Staubach, Star, I mean, Unitas even, you know, where do you put those guys? I mean, Terry's statistics this this is where the Super Bowls mm-hmm. I think get weighted more than statistics because A, it was a run first defensive league back then. Passing was a, a new concept. And B, you know, they just didn't have the arms like they do these days. The the freak accuracy coupled with the amazing strength was not a thing. And I think when we look at Terry, the one thing that some somehow gets forgotten is the fact that he has two Super Bowl MVPs while he was playing on the same team as guys like Joe Green, Jack Ham, Jack Lambert, Mel Blunt. Everyone. That's where you can buck anybody that's like, oh, well, Terry just won it on the back of the defense. Nope. No, he won two Super Bowl MVPs. So clearly he did not just win it on the back of the defenses. Did the defenses help? Of course. Did he win the first one because of the defense in the running game? Probably. First safety in Super Bowl history but, came in Super Bowl But 9. guess what? Once you get two Super Bowls under your belt and you're in your third, oh, I know how to do this. This is my now. game And now. then you're in your fourth, and it's like, I'm going to light this team up. Like, cr- is it crazy to you the Steelers are the first team in Super Bowl history to win three Four and six Super Bowls. It's pretty cool. Every, I mean, it's, what are you talking? We're the standard baby. And of, cor- <laughs> of course, that's what happens. We're the we're the marquee franchise in, in the NFL. I mean, Patriots have six, but guess what? We did it first. We got to the top of that mountain. For, oh, I'm sorry. You're at the top of this mountain, New England. Oh, there's already a Steelers flag in here. Oh, I'm sorry yeah. about that. Maybe yeah, maybe try getting here faster next time. Oh, that race for seven though. Oh, it's on. That's on between us and New England. They already got a head start with that rookie are, quarterback. Are you too. a little relieved that uh, that Brady's gone and he can't add to it? Well, yes. that, but it's not a three-way race. If San Francisco had won one with Kaepernick, or they won yeah. one in twenty nineteen, or they won, or they were going this year. Well, Dallas and San Fran still have one to catch both of. I'm not worried about Dallas. And, and... <laughs> Dallas hasn't won a playoff game. It has won what one playoff game in like the last ten years. Two playoff games in like the last. 30 years, San Fran has at least gotten to the NFC Championship game several times, like five times in the last 10 years or something like that, something wild, and it made the Super Bowl twice in the last five years or uh, nine years. So out of that era we're talking about, just to kind of bring it back to focus, Montana's probably the best out of that group of people out of the Super Bowl winners for in, yeah. the, in the 90s. Yeah. And then you go back to the 70s, probably Terry, with four Super Bowls and good-ish numbers for back then. Completion percentage, whatever. But still, pretty good. I'd put him over Staubach and quarterbacks like that of that era. But 
I would still lean towards maybe putting Ben over both of those guys. Wow. Over Montana? Maybe not Montana. Not my, Montana's I can't do tough. Montana. You go 4-0. Montana's tough. tough. Or you go, hey, you go 4-0. Especially when Montana was really the... He wasn't as sure as Brady is now, but like he was kind of considered the GOAT until Brady right. snatched it from him. No, he... I, I Kind of like one of those known things. Like, you're born and you just know... Joe Montana is the greatest quarterback, greatest winning quarterback. Correct. Wise, you could debate it some. There ain't sure. no debate in this one now. No. He really put Unfortunately, that to bed. no. He has you more Super have, Bowl rings than any franchise. Has the, best, has the most wins, has the best, has the most yards, has the most touchdowns. You can't really argue. I saw a stat that he has a better record against the spread. So gambling-wise, not just wins and losses. He's a better record covering spreads than the Jaguars, the Jets, the like the Brown teams like that have just straight-up wins. In the past like, wow. 20 years or something like that. Wow. Yeah, he's the greatest. Um, but Ben Roethlisberger, like we just said, helped get us to that mountaintop first and put that Steelers flag into six Super Bowl trophies. And I think in summation here, we're not ranking, but I, based on our working through the conversation, he's a top 10 quarterback of all time. Yeah. I I, I would fail to see how you it could put otherwise. 10 in front of him. Yeah. I really couldn't put 10 in front of him either. So Big Ben, top 10 ever. Let's hope he gets in on that first ballot with Tom Brady. That'll do it for this episode of the Steelers Standard. Always appreciate you guys giving us a listen. For Jacob Recht, I'm Tom Offerman, and we'll talk to you next time.